Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rival's pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step to 53342. New York, call the 24-7 Hope Line at 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the latest edition of the Woke Bros. Of course, I'm your co-host, Big Waz, a.k.a. Wazney Lambray, and I'm joined by my brother, still on that west side of Los Angeles, Nando Vila. What's going on, man? Man, I missed you, dude. And you were off in Europe. Fucking yeah. Being like a, a lot's yeah. happened since the last time we talked, yeah. man. A lot's happened, dude. <laughs> a few more stamps in the passport, you know. Yeah, yeah Republican yeah. debate heating up, you know. Uh, the, yeah. the 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 European soccer leagues have started back up. NFL's around the corner. Um, yeah, man, it's 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 crazy, but it's good. It's good to be back, bro. Yeah, we haven't potted in a long time. People are tweeting at us like, "Where the hell are you guys?" <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. But you know, it's the summer months, man. You know yeah, me and Nando gotta enjoy ourselves yeah. in the summer and 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 get two things. But I'm very happy to be back. I think things are finally starting to pick up a little bit on the politics side of things, um, as you know, believe it or not, 2024, the year, the calendar year is is basically almost upon us and uh there's a republican field sort of gathering probably um for no reason quite frankly yeah. <laughs> but if you look yeah. at the polls, you know it's so fun to consider and they had that debate the other night um chris christie mike pence of course ron de sanctimonious uh nikki haley yeah. uh it's like a lot Losers. of them Losers. Losers. All losers. losers. All losers, of course. But I think the biggest story coming out of there um, is the Vivek Ramaswamzi. Ramaswamy? Ramaswamy. 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 Vivek Ramaswamy. I'm not trying to be racial, y'all. Don't cancel me. I just genuinely forgot how to pronounce the homie's name. Um, yeah, I feel like he's gotten all the buzz out of that debate, seeing as Donald Trump wasn't even there, didn't bother to show up. And the consensus seems to be that every single other candidate despises this guy with a passion. Yeah. Yeah, they hate him. They see that they see because like all those other guys, I mean, they're losers, all of them. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I mean, there's like a few like weirdos and shit uh, on there that I don't know how the hell they got up there, but like. You know, a bunch of these guys, like Mike Pence, yeah, he was the vice president. Uh, Nikki Haley, she was in the, in the ambassador to the U.S. Yeah, um, wasn't she like the ambassador? Yeah, yeah, she did something. Yeah. Um, you know, Ron DeSanctimonious is the governor of Florida and blah, blah, blah. So they're like, they think that they're like, 
Well, also like real experienced people. That's what that's what I'm saying. Like Mike Pence was the governor of Indiana. Like he actually yeah. had to do governance and Nikki Haley, same thing. And and Ron DeSantis. Like it's like guys. It like bro, we're we're uh, we're um pretty successful politicians. We've gotten elected statewide. We'd have to, you know, sign off on on bills and X, Y, and Z. And like we're actual political movers. Um, and you just showed up. Yeah. And this guy, you know, like, I mean, I'm not the first person to say this, but, you know, he reminds a lot of people. He's like a, uh, a right wing Mayor Pete. Like mm. he got like he's got like extreme Mayor Pete energy uh, mm. because he's like young. You know, he's, he's 38 and he's a millennial. So he's got like all the cultural references of a millennial. So like I just sent you a link that he he goes around the campaign trail uh, rapping. uh Lose yourself. lose yourself it's like, <laughs> but he like throws in like right wing shit into it i mean like maybe oh we could like God. splice it in um but uh <laughs> mlm had to like send him a cease and desist letter like bro to, like, stop it thing. yeah, yeah stop please it. for the love of god of all time but this guy's story is kind of interesting in that um so he's obviously of indian descent his family were part of you know how india has the caste system Mm -hmm. um they're they're brahmins they're the, the upper part of the oh upper, wow upper. so he was born into the upper echelon of yeah. indian society yeah wow okay and so then this dude worked at a hedge fund out of college and you know made a decent chunk of change and then he had this idea of hold on jerv's about to play the yeah, video please play, play that jerv thank you sir Oh my god. Uh, oh my god. Have you seen a more embarrassing thing in your whole life? Jesus Christ. Oh this makes me want to jump out of my own skin. Yeah. My yeah. God. Yeah. Whew. So, you know, he's, he's got, so he's like a millennial. He's young. He's fresh. Blah, blah, blah. He says crazy things. Blah, blah, blah. So this dude, his story is kind of, like I said, he's, he's a Brahmin uh, from the Brahmin caste in India, the upper class. Um, and um, that's his family, his family descent. And he, um, you know, he probably he went to some elite school. I forgot which one. And then he worked for a hedge fund and made a lot of money, as one does when you work in a hedge fund and you go to mm -hmm. school. Um, and then he had this idea of starting a biotech company. Okay. And so what he did was he incorporated this company in Bermuda. Like Elizabeth it's, Holmes. It, it's exactly like Elizabeth Holmes. Okay. So, so he, Harvard University, um, Yale Law School. That's the... There you go. That's the pedigree. Um, I, think he, I think he was... Yeah, like, uh, you know, he, I think he and Ron both went to Yale Law School, Ron DeSantimonious. But mm. so he, um, this motherfucker, he, he, he has this idea of starting a biotech company, kind of like Elizabeth Holmes. And what he did was he, there was this uh, drug that some big pharmaceutical company was trying to develop um, that was supposed to be a cure for Alzheimer's. Okay. Mm. Um, and he bought the patent for that drug for $5 million. Now you would think like, a drug like that, you know, it's it's worth would be a, a bajillions of dollars. I mean, like cure Alzheimer's. Like the that's crazy. Why, the reason why it was five million dollars um, was because it failed every single drug test. Like it just didn't work. It just didn't work. Like, I think it failed like five clinical trials or some fucking thing like that. You know, and so the the the, the pharmaceutical company basically was just like giving up on the drug. And some guys like offering them five million dollars. Like, hey, fine, we'll cover some of our losses. You know, yeah. and give this fucking joker. So what he did then was he rebranded it. He changed the name. And then he, I think he got like his father or his mother or something who was like a doctor or something in on the clinical trial that then he ran. And it like got like some encouraging uh, results in, in the clinical trial, rebranded the drug, and then took the company public. And it was one of like the most successful IPOs uh, that's you know, crazy in, in, re in recent and he like crazy. the value of the company just ballooned and so he it's was a, like yeah, so it's a scam it's a fucking scam it's a straight up it's a straight up scam and then he pulled the money out like he sold shares pulled the money out and then the company and now i get to collapse and now i get to be a billionaire 
now I get to be a billionaire and the company's stock like fucking collapsed because when they realized that this drug was absolutely worthless, uh, much like the Theranos thing. But like he's now he's just a billionaire. He's literally a 38 year old right. billionaire. Uh, like he just stole money. Like he just yeah. stole the money, like straight yeah. up, <laughs> you know? So this is the fucking Joker who's now, uh, you know, kind of emerging as the only guy who's slightly different from the rest of the pack of fucking losers. Right. Um, to, to challenge Donald Trump. But like you said, they're not going to fucking touch Trump. I mean, it, no. I could see a world in which Trump doesn't even step on a debate stage with them ever and just He doesn't them. have to. He, he doesn't have to. I think they would, because the thing is, so what, what you learn about this guy with even just the, the smallest amount of digging is that it's all a bit of a shell game, right? Um, this, this, this hedge fund that he started independently on his own, um, he used a lot of his money to gain access to uh, people that, that, that actually are legitimate politicians. Um, and, you know, he figured out a way to swindle some, some right-wing, uh, red states to let him handle their pension funds, right? Public sector pension funds. Um, he's got under his management with his firm. And then another thing that he did, he put out a book called Woke Inc., um, where he basically is like companies like fucking BlackRock, Okay, um, BlackRock, like me and Anna were joking about this yesterday, are too woke in their corporate mission. And, you know, just the fact that those companies would pay even the slightest amount of lip service to shit that, you know, quite frankly, <laughs> woke bros have have uh, lampooned for years now. Shit like DEI and stuff like that. We <laughs> um, basically made made the rounds. Right. And he's getting attention on the CNBC's and the Bloomberg's and all of this stuff um, because he wrote this book about quote unquote woke culture um, in corporate culture and that like companies aren't concentrating on being good anymore. They just want to be diverse, like artificially and all of this stuff. Like, is it like, I, I see the cynicism in the sense that a no name wants to shoehorn himself. He knows that he needs to get a name for himself, like without a name, and, 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 and I think the reason why people like Joe Biden, I, I was about to say Joe Biden, Joe Biden and Donald Trump, the reason why these guys could run such effective national campaigns is that they became celebrities in the monoculture, right? Yeah. Like we don't make those kinds of celebrities anymore. We're just yeah. not. Our attention is just so fractured that like it's just hard for somebody to compete with the name recognition of Donald Trump, who's been famous since the 80s, dude. Yeah. Like everyone he's been knows a, who he is. Everyone's known who he was figure since forever. the 1980s. Since 40 for 40 years, he's been a famous person. Like you can't. You can't combat that, right? And so you have to find these these cheaper ways to get your name out there. And part of it is tapping into um, a discourse that is legitimately the hot button, quote unquote, political. Obviously, you guys, our listeners are smart enough because you listen to this show to know that the culture war is not actual politics. Like it's it's kind of a distraction, not even kind of. It's absolutely a distraction and it's bullshit, but it does get a lot of oxygen in media. Yeah. And it will get you on CNBC. It will get you on Fox News. Bloomberg will cover your shit. Uh, Politico will cover your stuff. And if you want to get into the political realm, like it's a it's a freaking easy way to do it. And so a, a rich guy who actually you know who who as ill gotten as his his um his fucking uh gains are, he's legitimately rich. He can get a book out pu- fucking published. And if he's talking about something like wokeness. And he's and he's talking it uh, and he's speaking on it from the position of a guy coming from the C-suite. He's going to get attention, right? And so he used that to get some political connections, and now he shoehorned his way onto the Republican primary stage. And the thing about that is that I do think actually being slightly like slightly against wokeness is is like legitimately popular that people are 100 percent. oh yeah but the thing is Definitely. you have to like you have to be it you can't just like talk like you don't you should never talk about it you just have to be it like that's mm. joe biden mm. like joe biden compared to all the other people of the democratic yeah. party uh uh debates in in the last round um like joe biden's not like a woke guy like no one would ever accuse no. him of that <laughs> you know like he just he's just like a you know he's like slightly behind the times and he's like kind of like where most people are 
Like yeah. that's the best way to be. You you can't be like like no like Ron DeSanctimonious. Um, he's too self consciously unwoke. Like it's yeah, just like weird. he's just like yeah, and people are like, shut the fuck up, dude. Like this is weird. Like you're <laughs> like just be the change you want to be in the world. Like, don't yeah. talk about it. You know, like um, and and that's really the key. And Trump, by the way, is too. Like Trump is nowhere near as. You know, like when they they try to like they they all assume he is kind of like that. So they whenever you see him in interviews, like they'll ask him leading questions about it and stuff, and he never really takes the bait. I mean, he never really takes the bait on anything. He just kind of talks about whatever he wants. Like, did you watch any <laughs> clips of his interview with Tucker? No, I haven't. I've just seen oh, the clips of his his Truth Social, um, sort of no. solo videos where he said they they indicted your favorite president, me. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. He had no, to no. remind We're people like. <laughs> We're gonna find some good ones here. This one, this one, I'm gonna not okay, Jerv, play this one and I'm not gonna tell Waz what it's about because you're gonna yeah, fucking love this. Play it. Just play it. <laughs> play the clip. Right, but yeah, Trump Trump isn't um as self-consciously unwoke as these people. I think Trump just he's just got better people skills and understand like as crazy as this guy is, he has such a better instinct for how people actually are. Um, and he understands that people do like dirty jokes. Like people yeah. do like when you say something inappropriate, like you're going to get a reaction in, in most rooms. Like he knows what to say. Like, man, th that, I don't know if I've ever said, go ahead, play that thing. Jerry. So back to Biden, I'm interested. So you think he's failing. He obviously is failing. I think it's clear to everybody, but that would make Kamala Harris the candidate. Well, not really. I mean, I guess they'd have uh, maybe a free-for-all. A lot of people say she has to remain for certain reasons, the candidate. She has to. I don't think that's true, actually. I don't think that other people would stand for it. Uh, she has some bad moments. Her moments are almost as bad as his. I think his are worse, actually. Yeah. But she seems pretty senile, too. She speaks in, uh, in rhyme. <laughs> Weird. Weird. But she has bad moments. And in rhyme? What do you well, the way she talks, the bus will go here and then the bus will go there because that's what buses do. It's weird. The whole thing is weird. This is not a president of the United States future. And uh, I think they probably have some kind of a primary and other people will get involved. Oh, man. Newton, right? I mean, could, that's... Be, could be. I mean, you know, he's so got a lot of well with him, believe it or not. The bus but will go there. Could be him, could be somebody else. He's got a big. A big load on his shoulders because you look at California, what's happened. But I don't know if the American people really, the people that vote for him, I don't even know if they care. You know, you look at so many of the things that are going on and people don't seem to be, in the old days, if you had a bad record, it meant a lot. Today, if you have a oh, bad yeah. record, it doesn't really mean anything. You know, he looks good. <laughs> he's a nice looking guy, speaks well. <laughs> but Biden, every time you watch him talking, it's like he's walking on eggs. You're waiting for him to collapse. <laughs> And he almost always does. <laughs> and I got to know the leaders of all of the countries, essentially, but the big ones. The and big the ones. The bigger, the tougher the leader. <laughs> the big ones. No, she speaks in rhyme. Like, what the fuck he's talking like, about? He's like, it's weird. Like, have you, he, he's basically like, you've never heard her speak? Like, it's weird. The bus will go there, and then the bus will go everywhere. Like, she has a weird cadence, Tucker. She's strange. She's got yeah. problems. I'm not scared of that freak. <laughs> It's crazy. <laughs> can you imagine a race between Trump and Kamala? Like, can oh, you just God. imagine it? Would it? Be oh, my God. Can you imagine that? Like, Ooh. can you imagine the libs? Can you oh imagine the strong Trump? black woman? She's a strong. <laughs> oh, my God. It would go nuts. It would be it would be nasty, man. It would be oh, nasty man. because that's, you know, because in the liberal spaces, definitely black women have been sainted as like a, as a class of magical people. creatures. Yeah. yeah. Like a class of magical creatures. Like you, um, it's black girl magic. It's this, it's that. Like they wouldn't, they, and they'd be doing her a disservice, by the way, they wouldn't deal with her on the terms of her merits. Like they just wouldn't. They just go full lib and start speaking in bromides, man. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. But, like, I think a lot of that stuff is fading because I've seen even the, like, trust me, man, I follow a lot of professional class black women. Like, I'm, you know, in, in my social yeah. network, yes, if you will, it's a lot of them. your cohort. Yes, yeah, that's my cohort. Oh, my God. The Yas Queen, after she became vice president, it was crazy. But even some of them have noticed, like, she's a bit of a drunk auntie. 
She's got drunk <laughs> auntie vibes. She's she's the auntie whose wine glass is always full. Like she's even yeah. Dave sort of picked up yeah. on the the fact that there's no there there with Kamala Harris. But but yeah, man, like this this field like as big of a joke as Vivek is, he's making a dent, man. Like you would think yeah. somebody like Mike Pence, who was vice president for four years, would have a leg up on these jokers, but he doesn't because he's Mike yeah. fucking Pence. Yeah. He is like, you know how people call people like some people will call like uh white people white bread, like oh dude yeah. is like white bread. They're talking about yeah. Mike Pence. Oh, yeah. 100%. He is like the straight down the line white man. I, I think you know, Pence, I mean, the, the problem with all these jokers is that it's impossible to differentiate them. Like, what are what's different about them, right? Like, how is any one of them going to, like, emerge from the pack exactly to, you know, challenge Trump? They're all just going to be like, yeah, 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 and, like, no one's going to, they're all just, like, fucking noise, right? I do think that if I had to pick one <laughs> to do it, um, it might be Pence. A, because of the name recognition, like, he was mm-hmm. the vice president, people mm-hmm. know who he is. I think Ron DeSanctimonious just doesn't got it, dude. He just does not got it. He does not want to be there. He's so fucking weird. He's such a fucking dork. He's he's he just doesn't have it. And people need to understand that before he became the governor of Florida, he was just an anonymous Congress critter. Nobody, and I mean nobody, came across Ron DeSantis and was like, "Wow, that guy is destined for great things nationally." Like he's got what it takes. Like, no, like you think about a Gavin Newsom who people have been like, you know, slurping for years. Like he's the next Democratic Party savior. And you kind of you it's obvious why. Like I, yeah. I can see nine out of ten libtards being like, Yeah, Gavin Newsom is my guy. I'm riding yeah. with him. Like he's he's like Beto with like a resume, you know what I'm saying? But like actual yeah. personality, you know what I mean? It's like kind of young for a politician, decently good looking, you know, got the California affect. Like, it's obvious why they would say that guy is the future of something that's going to be happening in Democratic Party politics. That's that ain't never been Ron DeSantis. Florida is a very important and pivotal state and a lot of crazy shit happens in Florida. So it gets a lot of attention. And and so, you know, just by- And he won huge. He did. Right. He won huge, but that first race, if people people don't remember this, he barely beat the Guillaume dude. Yeah. The Guillaume, yeah, the guy who <laughs> do you remember what happened to him? Didn't he get caught with crack and hookers or something like Male that? Male hookers. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, I yeah, mean, like, he I mean, was like doing crystal meth and crack oh, in a hotel God. room in Miami Beach with male hookers right. and he was naked in pictures. Mercy. Yeah. Lord yeah, have Andrew Gillum. I mean, he almost beat it. It was, it was, I remember my sister worked on that campaign or not worked, but she like volunteered to canvas and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and man, it was like razor thin. I mean, it was yeah. razor thin. Yeah. Um, and so like, we were that close to Ronda's never, ever hearing from, uh, from Ron DeSantis ever again. He was not some rising star. Like even when they've had them in the past that didn't um, um, pan out, People like Marco Rubio come to mind, right? Like you kind of got it. It was like the country's turning browner and he's he's this younger guy and he's a Florida senator. And like you kind of understood you because there was this idea after they got their asses kicked, you know, um, two times in a row by Obama that they needed to sort of moderate this message, right? Um, that they had to have this mea culpa and they, they, they had to sort of moderate the party. And you there was I there was a sort of um, understanding guiding principle to why Marco Rubio might be the next one, you know, why Paul Ryan, even Paul Ryan, that was a little bit too much to Paul Ryan. That was just a purely like political, you know, centrist concoction bullshit. Cause Paul Ryan never had it, yeah. but he was part of that shit of like, Oh, they, he's going to be the next Republican goat, the next Republican savior. Son, Ron DeSantis never was that these tech bros sort of latched onto him. So he started getting a lot of money quickly in, you know, Ron DeSantis-related packs. And so money, the money was behind him quite quickly. Um, And again, the visibility of Florida, and, you know, of course, he was governing by troll. And so he's on Fox News all the time. And, of course, Fox News is like, yo, we're tired of dealing with Trump. Let's get a new guy in there. So he got, like, people behind him. But there was never anything that made sense about why he should be the next standard bearer for the party. 
And now that he's in the great game, Mando, he is whoo. Well, he's can't he can't he's not he's not fit for the big he's not a you know he's not a, he's not fit for the show you know Fredo like, Cole he's, he's a minor yeah, he's a minor league ball player he's not ready for the show yeah I mean not I was all. talking about with someone like yeah the other day where it's like the, the way you have to analyze politics these days people like overthink a lot of what I would call more cosmetic issues like how someone looks or how someone talks or what their what their identity represents like no does not matter anymore like it just yeah. does not matter in any in either party you know yeah. um and and what really you have to look at is like i mean the the, the way like the kids say it is like how based the person is you know um <laughs> versus like how cucked the person is you know but like i mean like i guess like the non it would be like how true to someone how true to themselves one person is mm-hmm. understanding that they're politicians like Trump lies, but he's true to himself. Yeah. Biden is true to himself. Biden is who he is. Yeah. That's just it, you know? And, and like, these people who are clearly, like, trying to be something they're not, which is 99% of politicians. Yeah. It's, like, what they're trained to do because they have, like, consultants in their ear all the time. Like, you haven't talked about this, you haven't talked about that. Like, the, the, one, the good ones are the ones who can, like, take that information and then transmogrify it through their own sense of self. And project that into the world as an authentic reflection of their core self. That's something that Trump does really well. Something Obama did really well. Yeah. Something that the, the ones who win do that well. And you can just kind of see it when someone can do it and when someone can't. Trump, that's why he's so formidable, is like, man, no one believes when people like regular people look at him talk. No one thinks that he's just not just saying whatever the fuck he feels yeah, like. Yeah, he's that's that's what people are attracted to. And again, like I don't, I don't think this guy should be governing the fucking the country, <laughs> the yeah. country, the the most important, the most powerful country in the fucking world, the the nuclear arms. Like, which again, that's another thing that's a bit overstated. Like Trump couldn't just push a button and start bombing like it doesn't work like that <laughs> there's actually there's actually checks and balances on this shit um but like I, I, as as much as i think he would make for a horrible president for another four years and like all of this shit doesn't need to be said it's not hard to understand the guy's appeal it's really not and especially when you contrast them to the competition that's it it's that simple and i think even somebody like aoc She's going to be attractive to her cohort, educated people, professional class people with liberal leanings. She's going to be very attractive to them, but nobody else. She's not going to be attracted to Joe Sixpack. No, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. She's NGO'd to death. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it, it, like that, that shit ain't going to work nationally, man. Like she, she lost a little bit of her sauce. She yeah. Had she did. She did have at first, uh, like that's why she was a phenomenon. Like a normal, she felt like a normal person at first. Yeah, like and that's then, why she was a phenomenon. Or, or Sarah Palin, like you know, right. like again, exactly. it's not. It's not. It doesn't. It, it need not be male versus female coded. Right. Like, like Sarah Palin was a phenomenon. Like as soon as someone steps on the stage, that feels like a real person that can yeah. just speak what they feel like, and it feels authentic. Like they immediately catch wildfire. Bernie Sanders, yeah, caught everyone by surprise. Cause he just got out there and he was like, this is what I fucking believe. I don't care what you guys think. You know what I mean? No. Like, and that's just like, that's the, that is the, and it's, that is and the it's, metric. Of the and base it's funny because I think what ruined Ocasio-Cortez is that somebody got in the air and told she could be president one day and she, she changed. Like yeah. the whole thing started feeling differently, man. Like so, she obviously was a shooting star. She got that re-election and was like, it's not a fluke. And people got in their ear. Them, them powerful people in the party was like, yo, you could yeah. be a big dog one day. But you need to start her. doing X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And and so now, she, you know, she's trying to balance that thing that she started with, um, with being a good party um, player, uh, whatever that means, um, to these folks. And, and yeah, man, but I'm going to, I am going to enjoy watching this Republican stuff. Um, yeah, it's fun to see the losers eat shit. You know, I love it. Yeah, I, got, I hope to God Trump debates them. It's, like, I hope he's, to he's God. Can you to imagine? This. Ron DeSantis is going to. Oh my God, he's shaking in his fucking boots, man. Can you imagine? Oh like, did you see when? Did you, the moment, like the classic DeSantis moment, was like when they 
when the moderators ask, like, uh, if you become president, will you pardon, like, raise your hand if you'll pardon Donald Trump, you know, and like, people like hesitated, and just say, just like looks around to see what everyone, what everyone was like. <laughs> what a little Weasley prick yeah. that dude is. That's so funny. Well, anyway, that was that. Um, also, I, I mean, I feel like we'd be remiss if we don't talk about the indictments and blah 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 blah. Like yeah. on a lot of these things, I think on the on the merits of the law, I, I do think they got him dead to rights. Like they sent this yeah. fucking lawyer to jail um, in New York <laughs> behind this shit. Like the idea that yeah. he, like the person that the lawyer was doing it on behalf, isn't guilty. Like it, they got him. Um, they definitely, I don't know if they have Trump directly, but they do have him dead to rights in Georgia as far as the team goes. Like, yeah. these guys are, they're going to get canned. Like, yeah. they're going to get killed. I'm just, I just will not believe this guy's going to prison until I see it. Like, that just seems well, impossible to me. One of the craziest things about this to me was, and I was talking about with Bessner about this, why did he turn himself in? Why did he? Yeah. I don't know. Make them make them arrest you. Like, what are they gonna do? Like, arrest him? I, I don't <laughs> you know. know. Like, and, and it's not like who's gonna extradite Trump to? That's what I mean. Like, you know, like who's if he the stays in Florida, that's gonna do it. Yeah, if he's if he's in Florida, like, is Ron DeSantis gonna order the state troopers or whatever? Especially to... on a state charge, like the feds. Yeah. You can say the feds have jurisdiction everywhere. Like, Georgia yeah. has jurisdiction in Georgia. Like, who who's gonna get you? You gonna get the Florida State Police to come get me? That's what I mean. And then, like, I, and then just end Ron DeSantis. You know, I mean, that's that is an excellent question. Um, because I do feel like the only problem with what Trump is doing for the elites is everybody knows elites don't have to go to prisons for crimes, but it's because their crimes are so much quieter. Um, I, I just think like he's just been too brazen in flouting these laws and somebody's clearly gotten to him where it's just like, bro, like we had a tipping point. Like if you just keep doing this, it's like the game is up for everybody. That's that's what it feels like to me, because part of the like part of what Trump is has 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 taught me personally is that like none of this shit matters like none of it the 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 sort of rules that are keeping society intact feel like they're just being held on by a thread and to the extent that they are it's definitely not because it's being applied equally across the class spectrum and to be honest, the only time you ever really have to go to prison as an elite is when you commit crimes against other elites. You can do whatever you want to the rest of us. Like, you can be Purdue Pharma, for instance, and clearly have done some shit that is just reckless, illegal, fucked up, should be criminal, what you guys have done. But you did it to normal everyday Joes. Like, you don't go to jail for that. Like, you, you only get in trouble. Like, shit like January 6th is like, okay, like, all right, now you fucking with the, the apparatus of, you know, the Democratic Party, like an elite institution. I think they'll get at him for that. But, like, I just don't think you can put a guy, an elite, in prison. Yeah. I just don't... <laughs> It just doesn't feel like that's a thing that can happen, man. I, I So I don't know. I think somebody talked to him and was like, yo, bro, like, you're just doing it wrong. Like, yeah. show up. We'll figure out a way where you don't actually go to prison. Maybe you plead out. Maybe you how do. How do you this, put the president? Like, like, literally, logistically, how do you, like. Put a. Doesn't like, he still how, have Secret Service? Yeah, like, you put the Secret Service in there? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, bro, like. I think presidents get Secret Service for life. That's what I'm saying. And especially somebody who's still as extreme Republic as this guy is like, he needs secret service. I'm just saying like, we're not going to put a president. I love the idea. Prison. I love the idea of like some prison gang, but they're like libs, you know, they're like, <laughs> they're like, they're like the Mueller, like the, the Mueller heads. You know what I mean? Or something. If, if Trump got like, locked up, like, he's like, yeah. oh my yeah. God, did he trying to get, get Trump for the um, yeah. the Muslim ban? Oh yeah, yeah. God, that would be crazy. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just, I just, I don't know, man. I just have a hard time believing that you could put a former president in prison. 
Yeah. Um, especially for something like that. I, look, I, I get it. Like the, the classified document shit, clearly illegal. You're not putting him in prison for that, bro. He's the former president. Like they're not going to put him in prison for that. Paying off the prostitutes in New York. You're not putting him in prison for that. Now yeah. the shit in GA, like again, I think his boys are going to go to jail. I think yeah. a lot of them are going to go to jail. A lot of them are already snitching. So that means people are going to get locked up behind that. I just can't. I can't believe that he's going to go to prison for that. The other thing I don't I don't know if it's even possible is because Trump will flip on all of them. You know, he'll fucking. Come on, all of them. Just fucking, like, you know, no, Trump um, is so crazy that like. The fact that he's not paying their lawyer fees, which like every crime boss understands the least you can do yeah, for the soldiers the on the front line is pay their lawyers, you yeah. know, because they're the ones doing the hand to hands. They're the ones doing the collections. Yeah. They're the ones actually <laughs> breaking yeah. the legs. Like yeah. everybody, the crime boss knows that like, that's, that's yeah. like the ethical like Levy in, in the wire, you know, like you got yeah, pay. Like, you gotta the last pay guy Levy. on the pay. The last yeah. guy to go down on the payroll. Come yeah. on, like even the even the the corner boys get Levy, right? Yeah. Um, but Trump was like, nah, <laughs> they're on their own. I don't give a fuck about these guys. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So he's gonna flip on all of them. Um, and like I don't even know if like the state can offer because I was talking. Someone was like saying they're, they're gonna offer him a deal in which like he won't go to jail if he doesn't run for president. And I'm like, can you even offer that deal? as a judge or whatever, or a prosecutor. Um, I don't know. Like, I mean, um, so this is the thing too. People think that, especially the New York one is politically motivated. Um, just the idea that like, if Donald Trump yeah, would just went into retirement, if he would have just went into retirement and been like, I'm not pursuing public office anymore, that people would have just moved on with their lives. Like they wouldn't be prosecuting this guy to the hilt. Right. Um, it's because he's still trying to run for president. And there's the shit where people are like, oh, in a lot of red states, you can't run for office if you've committed a felony and you haven't done your time yet. Like you're still sort of you still owe the people some restitution for the crimes you've committed. And I'm like, guys, if it's red states that it's in, they'll just change the laws the next but day. It's not, but and that's and not I don't think that that's I think you can still run for national office. I mean, Eugene Dutz famously ran for president from prison. Like yes. from inside the prison. So and he got like he got like 19 million votes and, or something crazy. And so yeah, I don't think it I don't think there's any stopping this guy from running. He's gonna run. The Dems are just gonna have to beat him again. Yeah. That's it. It's that simple. Yeah. Hello, listener. Guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher turned podcast producer. And I'm here to talk to you about Butcher Box. ButcherBox is the most convenient way to get high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum-sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high-quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at butcherbox.com slash dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. But, uh, okay, before we get out of here, I do want to talk about this um, um, Spanish Soccer Federation. Congrats <laughs> to the to the women um, of the Spanish World Cup team. Uh, they killed it. They won the World Cup, the Women's World Cup. 
Uh, the world is finally caught up to the U.S. to the point where they bust their asses this tournament. Um, and yeah, but there's been, you know, a lot of controversy surrounding the, the Spanish Federation. The one guy kissed the chick in the mouth after the, after the win, like it's been all like, there's been sexual harassment claims, sexual, um, assault claims, like all kinds of fucked up shit around the Federation. And they've been like, look, we're so good at our jobs. These chicks won the world cup. Like, how can you say that we don't deserve to be here when we manage this thing to a championship ultimately. Um, as I was watching this thing, Nando, I'm reminded of like a convo we had up here where you were just like, yo, like these guys are so in their Spanish bubble of just Spanish yeah. culture. It's like, what are you talking? This is not fucked up yeah. behavior. Like, this is fine. Like, what are you guys talking about? I'm so There's a little bit of that going on. So I'm interested to hear your take on what's happening with that whole controversy. Well, first of all, I mean, the <laughs> it's one of the funniest stories to ever happen. I mean, because I don't know if you've seen the latest, but the dude's mother is on a hunger strike, locked herself in a church in her town, and she's on a hunger strike right now. She's like on day four Why? of the hunger strike. Why? To protest the treatment of her son. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god, Dude, bro. To protest the Yo, fucking treatment bro. of her son, she's locked bro. herself in a church. Are we sure this woman isn't town. Haitian? Oh my god, that's Man, a Haitian mother move. That's, that's the yeah. move of a she's Haitian like, mother. Wow. Fuck you, people. My son is innocent. My son is a good boy. He would never oh hurt anyone. God. That's so funny, dude. So the story is wild. I mean, the fact that the Sp I mean, I, I did a doc, uh, podcast documentary thing on what happened with the Spanish woman in the 2015 World Cup. I mean, the, the Spanish women's soccer team has been kind of besieged by controversy for many, many years. Uh, most of it stemming from the fact that the Federation is run by like just a bunch of dudes who like, you know, just like are just not. They suck. They suck. They're, <laughs> not, they're not modern people. They're not. So since 2015, there's been two mutinies, like where the players, like the players in 2015, after the World Cup, signed a letter, signed by all of them, saying, we will not play again until this coach is fired, you know, like, which never happens. And then, like, this happened again a year before this World Cup, like 12 or 15 players, I forget how many, were like, we refuse to play until you fire the coach. The Federation stuck by the coach. Most of those players didn't play in the World Cup. They still won because, like, I mean, honestly, I, I watched a few of the games and stuff. I mean, I didn't watch, like, all, the women's World, all of the Women's World Cup. I mean, Spain looked miles ahead of any other team. Like, they just looked they were down. Like they were playing in a different sport. You know what I mean? It was kind of like when the Spanish men won the World Cup in, in those gotcha. days. Like, they just – they looked – they looked so far superior uh, technical ability, you know, just completely dominating the play all the time. Just, they, you know, they always had four – five or six of the best players on the field. Like it was just utterly dominant and, and they won. <laughs> and then the dude, the president of Spanish decides to kiss one of the best players on the mouth. Like he just slaps a fucking kiss on the mouth. Can I ask you something? Is, is that something that like people, acquaintances do in Spain? That's not a thing, right? No. No, okay. absolutely. Not. Okay, okay, no. okay, okay, no. okay. No, no, no. no. You would just never greet Spaniards somebody that way. No, not on the mouth. Like Spaniards are hugging, and Spaniards do. They greet someone, kiss, kiss, cheek, cheek. You know, cheek, cheek. Yeah. This was like this was like a both hands on the head. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. This was this was a uh, uh, Al Pacino in, in Godfather Two. You know, right. like when he kissed Fredo when on he the did mouth. To Fredo. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, you know. It's just not a thing. Everyone's like, huh? You know? And it's the kind of thing, like, I'm sure in Spain, like, I'm sure in, in America, like, he would have been mega fired already. He would have been castrated like, in America. Are you yeah, sure? he would have been mega fired, you know? Um, in Spain, I'm sure that had he had he actually been like, listen, man, I just got carried away. And, like, I'm just super sorry. <laughs> yeah. And, and, like, beg forgiveness from the player. And maybe the player would have, like, helped him out. Because, like, I don't know. Like, maybe she would have been... But the fact that he was like double down, he was like, no, it was consensual. Oh my God, <laughs> said, Jesus Christ. He said, he said that, he, that he had a conversation with her in the moment that he was like, cause she missed the penalty in the, in the final. And, and um, so he was like, hey, don't worry about the penalty. 
we won and we couldn't have done it without you. Can I give you a kiss? And he says that she said, sure. And then he just fucking slaps the kiss on her, you know? Um, Can I give you a kiss? Brother, we know you didn't say that. (laughs) We know that didn't happen. We know you didn't say, can I give you? You did not ask no permission. Come on now. And so, dude, it's become this crazy thing where, like, now people are like, that bitch is lying. You know, she consented. And it's like, in what universe? Like, they don't, they're not, they don't, they're not, they're not. They're not, and they're in the same what? age range. Just no, like, like bro, in what? what universe? Like, is this in any way like she? Like, it was in the moment, like right when they're fucking getting the trophies and the fucking medal. Like, maybe he said something, and she was like, "Uh huh, yeah, what? What? You know what I mean? Like, like, but there's no way she wanted the fucking president of the fans federation." Fucking plant a kiss on the mouth. So Come is he, he, this guy's the president of the men and women's federation? Yeah, so the all all of soccer is governed by the same. This is true in Spain and in England, and in, so he's a you know, really powerful guy. Essentially, yeah, he used to be. So he was a player. He was a professional player. Uh, I remember him when he was a player. He's like a random kind of left back. Um, and what he did was uh, when he retired, he became the head of the uh, players union. Um, mm. So he was the president of the Spanish so- men's soccer players union. And then from there, he jumped to be the head of all the head of all Spanish soccer, which is a kind of this quasi public position that's part of UEFA, which is part of FIFA. Like it's like imagine like FIFA is broken apart into like big regional uh, groups. Like mm-hmm. UEFA is Europe, Concacaf, America, Concacaf yeah. is North America, whatever. And then within those, the, each country has its own kind of governing body, and they they're the ones right. that represent their country in, in FIFA. Gotcha. And whatever. Yep. So he's that, and so he oversees all of soccer in Spain. Like you know, like he's wow. the the head honcho. Like he runs the referees. So he runs the, so even even the Spanish professional leagues, he's the head honcho. Yeah. In wow. a way, yeah. Kind of the, the 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 leagues are kind of a weird thing in which they have like also a, a separate entity called the league. That has its own president, but he kind of ultimately oversees it. Is over the guy. He, yeah, and crucially, he sets, he oversees the referee because it's like they're mm. governing the sport, you know. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, he's a powerful dude, um, and um, yeah. and so dude, so okay, so so this he does is, this. This, and then this he, is one of those moments where the, all that discourse that we get here in America about power dynamics and yada yada yada, like. This is where it absolutely fucking applies. Yeah, <laughs> like this yeah, guy is—he is the head of all of football in Spain. That's crazy, yeah. bro. Yeah. So, okay, so he does the fucking kiss. All of a sudden, like you know, Spain can't even enjoy the World Cup because, like, all of a sudden, everyone's yeah, talking about this. Like, yeah, they're not yeah. talking about how amazing they were. Like the Spanish midfielder uh, Atenea just won Player of the Year, UEFA Player of the Year, uh, best the best player in the world now, and like another Spaniard who didn't even play a lot in the World Cup because she was kind of coming back from injury, had won the previous two. She's like so mm. Spain is like they're just fucking dominating, dominating yeah. every time, um, and uh, and so like they can't enjoy it like if no one's celebrating it anymore because it's all focused on this thing, and so. Throughout the week, he he then releases a statement that he claims is a joint statement between the federation and the player saying, all good. The player then comes out and says, like, I didn't fucking read the statement. I didn't approve the statement. This is not me. And so then there's, like, calls for him to resign, calls for him to resign. So then he starts leaking to the press, and he starts telling people that he's going to resign on Friday. Like, this is, like, on a Thursday. You know, so, like, all the news outlets all over the world are, like, they all got the same leak. Dude gets up there on Friday at like the general meeting of the Federation. Mm-hmm. Like, and he literally pulls a Leo in Wolf of Wall Street. You know, he's I'm not fucking leaving. And he goes, he literally, he literally, did, and he kept on repeating it. Cause like, he, he, he literally started repeating it. He was like, so in Spain, to resign means dimitir. And he's like, yeah. you guys want me to, you guys want me to dimitir? You guys want me to dimitir? He's like, he goes like that. You always want me to dimitir? No voy a dimitir. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna resign. And he says like over and over, like, no voy a dimitir. No voy a dimitir. No. I was watching, I was like, what? 
and then he starts like he gets like he starts getting excited because like the crowd there is like a pro him crowd and they're kind of carrying him on yeah 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 so it's literally wolf of wall street it's literally literally wolf of wall street it's literally wolf of wall street so the dude the dude then fucking the dude then fucking um he the spanish women's soccer coach who was a guy is sitting there like in the front row and the dude addresses him directly and he goes like and this is the guy who's like players mutinied on him and shit. And there's like a lot of controversy and it's like mm-hmm. the coach you know, has been a, in relations. hot water too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so he looks at him and he goes, like, you know, like you did such an amazing job. You know, like how much money do you make right now? How much money do you make? You make like 170, 180,000 euros a year. He's like, Well, right now I'm gonna tell you that I am starting the process. I'm opening a negotiation with you right now to extend your contract oh four more God. years at oh 500,000 euros a year. Oh you know? <laughs> this, is this is crazy. He did this in a public setting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in a big meeting of the whole federation on live TV, like a, like a live yeah. broadcasting. And so, yeah. so then there's like a America. lot of pressure. This would not fly. No, no. No one would even, no one would even try. So, yeah. So then, uh, so then, like, there's like a lot of pressure from design. Like FIFA is like now putting pressure. UEFA is putting pressure. Whatever, and and so like he's he's like being suspended by UEFA. Like the whole country, like the president of the of Spain weighs in. The prime minister of Spain weighs in. You know, it's like yeah, he's got to go. Like a bunch of politicians and ministers are like, yo, this dude's got to fucking go. And then it comes out that this dude's mother, who's like an old, he's from a really small town in the south of Spain, like, you know, mm. deep fucking Spain, you know? Mm. Like, this is some fucking mm. deep shit. This isn't like, he's not like a from the big city. He's from a he's small not, town. It's not very cosmopolitan situation. No, and this like old lady just fucking walks over from her little house over to the church <laughs> and announces that she's going on a fucking hunger strike. <laughs> But what 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 will what what does she what demands does she have in order to break the hunger strike for 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 the player to come out and say that he, she was lying and that oh. this was consensual, that the persecution of her son needs to stop and that they need to keep him in the position of the president of the Spanish Federation. That lady might end up dying, Nando. I don't think the player is going to come out no, and, and switch not. it up. And so, dude, and so then, and then in his town, you know, like it's like a little small town. All the the residents came out to support her outside the church with like signs, like you know, like the player's name is Jenny Hermoso, which literally means like Jenny Beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. It's like Jenny Hermoso, you know, like bitches lying, like stop lying. <laughs> <laughs> this is nuts, man. Dude, oh it's my fucking gosh. Wild. I mean, it's still ongoing. Like I don't know what's gonna happen, but it's like it's one of the funniest stories that has happened in, in a long time. I mean, I feel bad for her, honestly, because like, not, like she just won the World Cup as the greatest moment of her life, and all of a sudden, it's like the worst moment of her life. Um, because like, obviously, like the Spanish right is like, you know, fucking women, you know, like, you can't See, yeah, of course. Of course. Of yeah. course. Yeah. Oh, man. All right, well, shit, man. That, we'll, we will keep you guys posted on that story as it's obviously one of the more fascinating ones in the culture today um we'll see you guys next week man we're gonna roll these things out more regularly obviously getting back ramped up back into the swing of things shouts to my man john gervais on the ones and twos nando vila back and better than ever uh yeah man we'll see you guys next week peace out guys later